Welcome to the Swimmer Joe Show. And here's your host, Joe Auer. Pro Series. We have Frank Bush, National Team Director. Thanks for joining us. We also have Sid Cassidy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's All nice right. to be here. Awesome. Well, hey, another great meet in Orlando. The place looks great. Swimmers are swimming fast. And now we have Sid, who has played basketball with you, I hear, in the past. <laughs> Sid's done a lot more than that. He's produced a lot of great swimmers. Of course, and yeah. um, he now is very instrumental in the world in open water swimming. So we're, I'm so happy that he's in the role that he's in because it's so important for our athletes right now. But Florida's a great place, and it's, the history of swimming in the state is second to none. Well, Frank, you and I were just talking about some of the great facilities that have come along. Certainly here, Mike Brady and Rowdy Gaines and all the folks here in Central Florida that have revitalized this facility. I remember, as you do, being back here when Janet Evans and Matt Biondi set world records in the 80s. And yeah. When you think about this as one of our, you know, renaissance of some of our elite swimming facilities, what do you think about? Well, it was my, when I took this job almost five years ago, I wanted to put a meet in Florida that would be, that would be special, one of our Arena Pro Series meets. And the reason for that was because there's such great history in the state of swimming and it draws European swimmers, and it draws swimmers from South America and Canadians as well. Really felt there was a need that our athletes needed to see some foreign athletes as opposed to us always going someplace else. So it's been, I mean, this pool is an excellent pool for this meet. Uh, been just uh, a lot of great history, as, as Sid was talking about, and we're watching our best athletes get ready for Rio here. So national team coach, what are some of your responsibilities? Just so people can figure it out i mean what, what what do you do what are some of the things that you do i spend most of my time with coaches and trying to figure out what the next things are for our sport that we need to do in in various ways we we have a professional end of our sport now that we've never had before um we have meets like this that uh, are critical for not only our pro athletes but our young and up-and-coming athletes to be associated with and to race against our pros um, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out just exactly what the models, what that model of pro swimming, collegiate swimming, which used to be sort of the, the pro end of our sport, is real now really kind of a triple A. Yeah. So you, who would have ever thought that college swimming was going to be triple A? Yeah. But it is now. Yeah. So, Frank, then what are the challenges that the coach of today, the guys that you're working with day in and day out around the USA are facing that they didn't face 20 years ago? Well, first of all, I, I have a real, a, a real sentiment for club coaches who are on the front lines of our sport and college coaches. As you'd be blind not to have seen some of the things that have happened recently about whether or not college Olympic sports are going to be able to continue because of the Big Five conferences and the amount of money that's being spent on on the revenue sports. So. The things that I work on are working with athletic directors, talking to them about the importance of our sport, the things that, that delivers the, the quality of people. The, if you look back at the amount of, of money of alumni athletes that's given back to universities, more of it comes from Olympic sports than any other. So educating athletic directors along those lines, meeting with them. When I see 
club coaches and and when today it's it's very difficult to convince young people to you want to put in the time and effort to be good this is what it takes it takes great coaches to be able to convince young athletes that you can commit yourself to this and as a parent you see the sport as not only does it provide discipline but it provides respect it provides um, understanding of what it is to accomplish a goal so those are the types of things that we face in a in a variety of uh, sports that are, are really are taking a big hit like football and and soccer and some other sports that have grown before in baseball that are that are declining we want to see our sport grow what flipped the switch uh, back when I was swimming back when Sid was swimming you were swimming it was all we're done at 22 we're done at 22 now it's all of 20s it's early 30s I mean some of our fastest guys are late 20s why is that I think it's a, a combination of several things um, number one the opportunity number two nutrition is taken up uh, I mean that's the next thing but it's we're in it now but it's it's amazing how different it is um, the fact that um, we physiologically women and men mature more in their mid-20s than they do their early 20s so we're seeing we're seeing athletes in all sports progress into later ages and um, and that's just preparation is different uh, what we know about dry land training and and recovery and massage and all the things that we never really knew before what we know now has changed the landscape of all that yeah. well frank you know it's interesting you talk about college swimming becoming triple a and then professional swimming in this country now gaining momentum and and yet we're in the throes of all these college conference championships the pac-12 one that you've won how many times uh, arizona win that Oh, we, won a, we won a 11 few. Or something? <laughs> 11. Yeah. And when NCAA championships, of course, you guys won a couple of those as well, and the men and the women. And there's so much of, of an alumni interest and a passion. I just got back from Greensboro. I saw the guys from NC State, my old team. They came out. There were 50 plus alums watching those guys get their trophy. But as we move to the future and we think about, okay, well, how do we get that passion, that excitement into the professional leagues? What about the vision that? Maybe it's, it's a, a, a professional swim league. And whether they're tied in with the universities or club teams and, and there's a dual meet season and then some kind of sponsorship and we have a big championship. Do you see 5, 10, 15 years, anything like that ever being possible? Sid, I would never be considered a great visionary. Um, I like, I, I'm, I, I, I see some models. I see some things that, that I don't think have worked. And I know that I'm smart enough to say, we don't really need to push that if we if it's not going to succeed that's a possibility though with television being flooded with so many different things so many different sports and reality tv and things like that i think we need to be i think we we need to offer a product that people want to see and we do have names now in our sport that are household names we we often talked about how often if you went to someone on the street here in Orlando and you asked them, could you name three of the top track people in the country? They might have a hard time coming up sure, with three names. Sure, sure. But if you could you name three swimming stars? Well, I'm, I assure you they'll come up with Michael Phelps. Yes. And the people of Florida will come Lochte. up with Ryan Lochte. And they'll probably come up with Missy Franklin and maybe Katie Ledecky and maybe Nathan Adrian. So it, Caleb it, Dressel, they would definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, we're at a point now where we have stars that, the general public appreciates and we just need to build from that.
Okay, so if you would change anything about the Olympic process, um, qualification process, what would it be? I don't think I'd change anything about it. I think it's a uh, what, what we what we like so much about our sport is it's objective. First two hands on the wall, they're going. Subjective sports, when it, the human eye is watching something, or your heart is compelled to someone, I'm very happy with our system, and I think that uh, I think the general public likes to see that too. As heartbreaking as it is, maybe to get third, yeah. you still like to know who's going. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And so, Frank. Now your sons are involved in coaching. You're still the director, and, and certainly you're coaching. You're coaching the coaches, you said, more every day. How much interaction, you know, watching Augie's girls win their uh, title, his third in a row, but I think Virginia's ninth in a row that the girls did, and his young team of, of men making their strides. It, yeah, they're when, doing pretty when, good. When you're communicating with Sam and Augie, what, what kind of information do you give them as a dad, and what do you give them as a coach? It's like, hey, son, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've had a lot of conversations with my sons, needless to say, about the sport. But, you know, what I think is most important is that whatever you decide, whatever we do in our sport, we need to keep the athlete first, whether it's a disciplinary action or a pat on the back. I really feel like our sport has been blessed with coaches that keep the athlete's best interest at heart. And, that, and, and when you do that, you, you learn that you challenge them it's okay they they succeed they fail and i'm speaking of the athletes as a coach i think it's important that we as coaches challenge athletes for the purpose of accomplishing things and what's different than we when sid and i were swimming years ago was work was just for work a lot of times yeah. now work is for accomplishment yeah. and that's what's changed sport in general our sport and all sports it's it's not that you work any less you just work a little bit differently because athletes expect to be challenged and, and they want to see that challenge, and you work them through that challenge, whether it, if it's too much for one week, then you figure it out for the next week, but that's what makes a difference. Well, Frank, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having and, me. Uh, keep up the great work. You're doing awesome. Thank you. You've been listening to The Swimmer Joe Show. For more information about Joe, or anything you've heard in this podcast, head to floridaswimnetwork.com.